Welcome to the Watching World Podcast, a podcast of abundant life whose mission is to see lives changed by Jesus and whose vision is to be living proof of a loving God to a watching world. I'm your host, Les Norman. It's great to have you with us today here on the Watching World Podcast. And one of the things that we do here on the Watching World Podcast is with a big church like Abundant Life and all the different ministries and all the ways you can serve, we like to get to know some of our staff and people that work at Abundant Life and find out um, who they are and what makes them tick as well. And so we call this our Get to Know You. And our guest today is Pastor Pat, otherwise Pat Koontz. We, we say Pastor Pat a lot. I say that a lot or just, hey, man, how you doing? So Pastor there Pat Koontz, it's great to have you with us, man. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Les. I appreciate you and This is having me on. Absolutely. And this is, a, this is a cool thing for me because not only are we letting everybody know that listens more about you, but I get to know you a little bit more too, as I was doing the research and found out some really cool things. So uh, we're going to be able to have you elaborate on them as well. So great. it's uh, it's been great working alongside of you, um, not so, a little bit directly, but also just uh, kind of being in the same building. And it's just uh, really cool. To, I've heard so many great things about you over the years, and now I get the opportunity to work with you in ministry. So this is really cool for me. Thank you so hey, much. Well, for, I appreciate that. I yeah. followed you and your career for a long time too. So it's kind of uh, starstruck. So you had five minutes to watch me in my big league? I did. I did watch you. (laughs) Yeah, that's a cup of coffee that lasted really fast. But uh, regardless of that, thank you for that. So uh, to to get to know you, uh, Pat Kuntz, uh, you are the Senior Adults and Care Pastor at Abundant Life. How long have you been here? Where did you get your start in ministry at Abundant Life? Well, I'll tell you, it's really kind of, uh, it is kind of a long story that I will make short. But uh, I did grow up uh, somewhat in a Christian home. By the time I was in seventh grade, my dad had accepted Christ, and we began going to church and things like that. But as a lot of people do, you tend to fade away from your faith, especially in college, and uh, married my high school sweetheart, but also the world that I had embraced, I drug into my marriage. And so we were really kind of up and down roller coaster uh, when it came to walking out my faith and what I knew I should be doing. And it's uh, my wife who just kind of got to the point where she was just tired of waiting for me to grow up. Mm. Uh, we had, you know, our daughter uh, had been born and, and she's like, you know what, I need, to, I need to start running after God again. I'm tired of waiting for my husband to lead me. And so she started doing Bible studies and things like that. And I knew enough to know that... If I didn't get my act together, God was going to put the whooping on me. And plus, we had a daughter, another one on the way, and really knew that we needed to start getting our lives together. And uh, it was shortly thereafter that we found uh, Liberty Baptist Church, which was formerly Abundant Life. Um, and uh, I had, Justine had heard that pastor on the radio talking about other churches. And she's like, well, that's, I want to, I want to know where that guy it is the pastor. And then not only that, I'd known Phil from high school. We were friends in high school. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Kind of lost, uh, you know, touch. He went away to college. I went away to college. And then we ran into each other again in the police academy. And then every once in a while, we'd run into each other again on different details. And I always dreaded seeing Phil because Phil would always ask me where I was going to church. <laughs> and I never wanted good to answer. <laughs> I always had an excuse as to why I wasn't going here or doing this or doing that. But he'd always invite me to come. And uh, we walked through the door of Liberty, 
There's a guy by the name of John Romeo, still goes to church here, who greeted me and acted like he'd known me his whole life. I walked through the door. I saw Phil and Krista. I saw some other people that I had known for many, many years. And that was home over 22 years ago. Wow, and, 22 uh, years. And it has been our home ever since. And uh, just started by serving, stacking chairs, cutting grass, helping with the youth. And little by little, God continued to open up opportunities for me to serve. In 2001, they asked me to teach a Sunday school class for our three college students, which then grew. Three. We had three. We had wow. three. but. Uh, but God grew it, and he continued to grow that ministry over seven years. And, uh, and after that seven years, it had grown to the point where it really needed full-time attention. And and uh, by the grace of God, they asked me to come on full-time as the college pastor. So did that for five years. And then uh, the last going on seven years, I've been the senior adults and care pastor. So it's been quite a wild ride, I'll have to say. So with care pastor, what does that entail? Well, being a care pastor, uh, that is really taking care of, you know, things like benevolence, bereavement, the food pantry, any type of need that there is inside the church, outside the church. Most of those things end up coming through me. Our schools, when uh, they have particular needs, things like that, it's, it's November and a, a kid's still wearing Crocs, you know, uh, to mm. school and hey, can you help us buy a pair of shoes? Or this year was interesting. Some of the schools don't have the same uh, support that they had had, you know, pre-COVID. And, and one school said, hey, could you get us a couple of big wheels for the little kids to have for recess? You would think such a small thing. But through the years, we've built such a, a great relationship with the schools. That's not an ask that they're afraid to make. And so those are the kinds of opportunities that I get to be a part of. Is just meeting those little needs that nobody would ever really know or think about, uh, but we get a chance to to do a lot of those things. One of the things that you said for me, it wasn't this is what we do; it's that I get a chance to be a part of. So this absolutely. is a ministry that you you find joy in. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's there's nothing I would I would rather do. I mean, being able to work with senior adults because I lost my father when I was 16. Mm. And so I tried to surround myself with people that had more wisdom and knowledge than me. And for every season of life, I mean, when you're a young father, you want people that, you know, are a little bit ahead of you. Well, my next season in life is going to be father-in-law, grandpa at some point. And God has surrounded me with the greatest examples of what it looks like to live that out. Mm. And so not only does he bless me to be able to serve them and, and minister to them, but they do so exponentially for me and for my family. And so they're incredible mentors. And like I said, on top of that, we get to serve the people in our church and in our community and a lot of times in their greatest hour of need. I love that. And and you were sharing a little bit about your bride and, and the challenge that, you know, it was time for us as men to grow up. Was your wife and my wife ever having a conversation? <laughs> I don't it, know. I it mean, sounds super, super familiar yeah. at a stage early on where it was time that, you know, I was a, I was a believer, but it was time for me to grow up and, and get our life started. And uh, it's amazing. My wife is seven years younger than me and yet has truckloads of discernment way above mine. And, and I love that challenge. So that, that sounds very familiar. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm so thankful for her and her willingness to not just wait for me, but I'm going to, you know, she basically said, I'm going to live on obedience. Mm, and, uh, that. and that's, 
that's exactly what that that's the knock in the head that I needed. <laughs> knock in the head. That's I right. call that the two by four God moment. That's that, right. We get a crow hop two by four to the back of the head that pierces the heart. So tell us a little bit about your kiddos. I happen to know all three of them. Um, three of the most amazing kids. I mean, I just I just love all three of them going all different directions. And, you know, like yeah. last night at Fusion, I got to see Noah and Tommy together and all that. So tell us a little bit about your kids. Well, I'll tell you, we are so blessed to have just some wonderful kids. Of course, everybody thinks their kids are great. and But we had the opportunity to surround my kids growing up with all of these college students. They had all these big brothers and sisters that were there to support them, love them, pray with them. They got to see, you know, blessing for great decisions and consequences for bad decisions. They sure. got to to see a lot of things, but yet have this opportunity to have all these people around them. Because, you know, as kids grow up, they don't really think that mom and dad know anything, but all these other cool people, they'll listen to them. And so we were really blessed to have a huge extended family uh, that, you know, that was part of their lives growing up. And so Frankie, she ended up uh, going to the University of Arkansas. She got her degree in communications, and she is actually working really what she believes is her dream job. She calls it her undercover Jesus job. She works for an after-school organization that is a Christian-based organization called SOAR, and they do after-school programs in, uh, you know, in Springdale, Arkansas. And she runs the uh, the operation that's going on in Parson Hills. And she just absolutely loves it, loves the kids, loves the families, helps the kids with their homework. And, but they do all kinds of other things that help develop character in these kids. And uh, it's just amazing. I'm just blown away. And it's what she's wanted to do for years. And so God has blessed her with that. Uh, my middle, Tommy, she graduated from Arkansas as well. And uh, she went a little different route. She is information systems, uh, marketing, and business analytics. So all just those a few things, of the easy things. All wow. of those things I don't understand. Um, but uh, she just recently took a job with a bank downtown. And so she moved back home. She's lived with my mom in South Kansas City and, you know, is connected back here at the church through Paradigm and, and Servant Infusion. And doing a great job, by the way. Well, I appreciate that. She is, uh, it's, you know, that's the one thing our kids, we've always tried to uh, instill in them, hey, you, you need to serve. You've been served. You need to serve. And so they've really kind of grown up with that type of mentality. And so I, I appreciate that because they even served when they were in college. I mean, they, they found a church, they jumped right in and, and everything. And so then Noah, he's here and he's going to Longview right now. His desire is to be a history teacher and a coach. He has two incredible mentors, Dave Wiebengay, who goes to church here, and uh, and then Coach Little over at Lee Summit High, and those two guys as well as he had another coach and teacher down here at Pleasant Lee Middle that were so influential in his life and meant so much to him that uh, you know, he wants to be able to have that kind of impact also on young people. And so that's, you know, I used to be a teacher too. And he was really clear. He goes, dad, I'm not being a teacher because of you. It was because of them. And so, but I really think that that's his desire because he's like, man, if I can have the same impact on young people that these men had on me, that's what I want to do. Well, it's, I want to encourage you. I'm, I'm here at Fusion here at Abundant Life as I've, I've been in a role of part-time 
staff member and now back to volunteer helping in any capacity mm-hmm. I can. And he gets on stage and runs the games with Lauren Cook at the beginning. And, and I already see the influence that he's having on these younger gentlemen and, and the students as a whole that come to Fusion. So I know you're proud of him. I know you well, would be praise proud. Praise God. Yeah. It's all glory to God. Right. I mean, we still always pray as as we have older kids, you right. always pray that they'll continue to follow the Lord. Absolutely. And get grounded in that faith for sure. So uh, well done uh, to you and your bride and, and praise God. Thank for, you. All glory to him. <laughs> it's by his sure. grace and all glory to him for sure. Yes. With my two boys, the same as well. Uh, we're visiting with Pat Kuntz in our Get to Know You segment here on the Watching World podcast. He is the uh, senior adults and care pastor here at Abundant Life. As you heard him say, uh, he's been at the church for 22 years. Uh, yeah, that's that makes you a veteran. The, yeah, the I, veteran. we've seen a lot. <laughs> I mean, literally, you know, Phil talks about the really believing God for the impossible. And from the little brick building to where we are today, I still scratch my head and think, wow, I can't believe, you know, what God has done with faithful, if, as long as we continue to be faithful to him mm-hmm. and and do the things he's called us to do, he continues to give us opportunities. He's definitely in the business of blowing minds, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So one of the things I want to talk about for sure is uh, the food pantry. And the food pantry here at Abundant Life is located at 1300 Southwest Jefferson right here in Lee Summit. It's just off of uh, Purcell's. You can find out more online at livingproof.co forward slash ministry forward slash food pantry. Just go to livingproof.co and you can navigate there. So uh, when did the food pantry start here at Abundant Life? It was around 2007 is when it started. And it started, you know, as a a means to help our people, you know, in our church that had needs in that area, but also in our community. I mean, our community was continuing to grow, obviously. I mean, a lot has changed since 2007. We moved out here in the mid-90s, but it's, I mean, it's just changed so much. And with that, need increases. And so we thought, what what better way to be able to help get an opportunity to minister to somebody than to help me meet, meet a physical need? So who do you serve and how many do you serve in a given month? Uh, you know, just tell us a little bit about the, the details of the food pantry. Well, pre-COVID, what we would do is we have what is called the client choice pantry, where people have the opportunity to come in and actually shop for their own groceries. They get a chance to pick what kind of soup they want and all of that. And so how that would work is we have anybody that lived in the Lee Summit School District, anybody that attended church here or lived east of, of here in all those communities east because there's not a lot of uh, food pantries, mobile distributions, and things like that that are out that way. And or so grocery we, stores even right. if they could afford it. And so that's the, that was the big thing is we just kind of opened it up for that. People could come twice a month and they come in, they sign in, they get a chance to sit down with someone that will – that speaks to them, builds a relationship with them, prays for them, and uh, then they have a chance to go through and pick their own groceries. And so that's obviously you get to build relationships with people, and that was really the biggest thing is how, how can we build relationships with people and point them to Jesus on top of helping meet a physical need? And so we've done that for years. That has been what we've done for years. But when COVID hit, we had to change things. And the the, the gal who directs the food pantry, Sue Horning, she is truly our COVID hero, uh, continued to adapt um, how we serve people. Now we do a drive-through. We don't put any stipulations as far as boundaries because need is need. Right. And so we have a drive-through uh, distribution that we do every 
Monday and every Wednesday from two third or no from two to six, and so people can come. They just sign in, they drive through. We put the groceries in their car, and uh, God has continued to provide. They continue to adapt things to make it more efficient. The volunteers are incredible. God continues to provide the food. The amount of food that comes through is staggering. I mean, just to give you some comparison, last year in the month of October, we served about 1,330 individuals. This past October was over 5,000 individuals. And so, and you can imagine the volume of food on top of that. So Sue is managing all the volunteers. She's managing all the inventory. She's managing all the records. She's doing, I mean, all this in one little you know, one little person. She's like a stick of dynamite, I'll she, tell you. Definitely. She's amazing. And God has gifted her with this gift of compassion and love. And and our partner harvesters are community partners with the grocery stores. We have grocery store recovery with both Aldi's, both Walmart and Sprouts. The things that they provide, our partnership with Price Chopper, all of them help provide this food that uh, that makes it happen. And without those partnerships, you know, and God basically multiplying our fishes and loaves, mm. there's no way we'd be able to do this. So once again, the only thing we can do is point to God and say, you know, all glory goes to him because he is the one that's allowing us to do this. Amen to that. Um, I know in the past I'd served at the food pantry and had the honor of working with you and Sue and, and stocking and packing and putting groceries in people's cars and just being there. And, um, you know maybe what to expect. Okay, it's a food pantry. I'm serving people that need food. And there's two things that I learned that I'd like you to maybe talk about or expound on. Number one, it, people that need the need for food or for the, the when people come to the food pantry, you'd expect maybe it's people in like, like a dilapidated car, or maybe you think of someone that's homeless or doesn't have a home. There are all kinds of, of families across the spectrum that, Absolutely. That, that are in need. And at any time, Things can get very difficult. And so uh, it was important for me to understand it doesn't matter what house you live in or whether you live in one or not or what kind of car you drive or whatever. It's important to go out and serve people because there are families out there that don't know where their next meal is coming from. Absolutely. And you, you really don't know. I mean, you could you could be laid off, um, furloughed, one health crisis that you are underinsured to cover I know I remember my son had allergies, you know, back, you know, before I was here at the church, I was a teacher and our insurance did not cover, you know, the allergy issues that developed with my son and, and just things like that, all those unexpected expenses, a car breaking down or you name it, you name it. Um, You know, I mean, especially now with, with parents having to stay home with their kids are are going to school virtually, that income is, is gone. And so the, we have to we have to take and and take a look and say you know God knows their circumstance, we have an opportunity to love on them Absolutely. and to help them get past this because at some point that physical need is going to lead to we're hoping to help them see that there is a spiritual need in their life and where are they going to go? 
who was the person that loved me unconditionally? Who was the person that that encouraged me, that prayed for me? That didn't judge me? Absolutely. And, you know, there's always a smile on your face and, well, as much as you could see through a mask, you know. Right. But, uh, but they know that they were cared for. And that's our, that's our desire. And, right. I mean, our volunteers at the pantry, whether they are the ones putting the groceries in the car or the ones unloading stuff during the day and putting it on the shelves, all of them have that same spirit. It's, it is truly, it's an incredible place to be. Yeah, and I remember one of the things in serving was I, I felt so much joy just grabbing some groceries and helping someone. And it made me so thankful to God for supplying the food or for the grocery stores or harvesters and the partners for spurring their generosity to give to the Abundant Life Food Pantry for people like you. And then for Sue, of course, that are running that every second that it's open, uh, making sure that there's enough food in the freezer and this is stocked and this is stocked. I mean, there's so much that goes into it, but the joy to be able to serve people. I mean, that's what we're called to do is to love and serve other people. And so I am so thankful for the honor of being able to serve there, but for all you do and for all Sue does and all the generous volunteers, all the partners out there that give, uh, I'm just so incredibly thankful that we have this ministry here. Oh, absolutely. And and like I said, it, it is, it's the people of the church, it's the community. They, a lot of times people, people just want to be able to help. And we give them that opportunity to do that. And uh, that's Phil's vision. You know, and he challenges us with this all the time. If we were gone tomorrow, would the community miss us and would they care? And our desire is, he says all the time, we want to be living proof of a loving God to a watching to world. To a watching world. Amen to that. So if there are people out there that uh, maybe they didn't know about the food pantry and, and they're in need of food, um, or there are people that want to serve in the food pantry and give of their time or anything, where can they go? What can they do to find out more information? Well, you can find that on the website. You mentioned it at the beginning of the podcast. Uh, you can find that information. You can sign up to help serve uh, on, the, on the church website, and you could definitely do that. If you're in need, uh, Monday, Wednesday from 2 to 6, just drive, just drive through. And, uh, you know, we will we'll put the groceries in your car and that can help you create margin to pay other bills or to keep that roof over your head or whatever it might be. And uh, that's that's the very best way. You can always, you know, come and serve if you have, you know, produce from your garden or, or whatever. These are the kinds of things that that always help. Right now we have Thanksgiving boxes that we are passing out to our clients, people in the schools and the community. Uh, that's that's a big need also. And so lots of opportunities always to help serve our community. Definitely. You can go to livingproof.co forward slash ministry forward slash food pantry. If you just go to livingproof.co, you can definitely find out uh, information is there. Again, the food pantry is located at 1300 Southwest Jefferson in Lee Summit. It's just off of Purcells, which is just off of uh, Highway 291 South. So uh, you can definitely uh, find a place to, uh, to come and serve. Every Monday and Wednesday from 2 to 6, we'd love to have you come out. Uh, Pastor Pat, for 22 years, you've been serving faithfully in, in a lot of different roles. And a lot of roles, yeah. Raising your kids in church and, and your bride putting up with you like my bride puts up oh, with me. <laughs> she's, the, she's the real hero for sure. Well, absolutely. But uh, we give uh, all the glory to God. But thank you for being here on the Watching World Podcast. Thank you for your continued heart for people, your heart for the Lord and for serving other people. Uh, just thanks for being here and doing what you do. Appreciate it. Les, again, thanks for having me and all glory to God. I mean, 
I can't even tell you what this church has meant to me. This is my home and mm-hmm. this is my family. And I hope other people can come here and find the same thing that I found. 22 years ago, that is still just as true today as it was then. I can't say anything better than that. So uh, thanks, Pastor Pat, for being here. For you, for more information about Abundant Life, again, you can visit us at livingproof.co. For my guest, Pastor Pat Kuntz, I'm Les Norman. Thanks for joining us today on the Watching World Podcast.